So often we look at comparison as something that is negative, but what if we started to use it as fuel for us to make momentum in our lives? Today I'm chatting with Paige Lawrence, who's a Canadian Olympic pairs figure skater. She's going to talk to us about how she takes comparison and competition and uses it to her advantage. Rather than seeing other people and what they're doing better than me and feeling like I am therefore not enough, I instead turn it into a goal, right? Because goals make me feel like I am in control. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp. I am your host. And if this is your very first time listening to the podcast, I want to say a huge welcome. I have a fabulous guest on the show. And if you have known me for any length of time, you know how obsessed I am with Canadian figure skaters. Like it's a whole thing. I love our Canadian Olympians. And today on the show, I am talking to pairs figure skater, Olympic athlete, Paige Lawrence. And Paige and I have actually been in a mastermind together over the past almost six months. And so I have gotten to know her a little bit, but one of the things I was talking to her about, which I was so interested in, was how she has used competition and comparison to her advantage, which is so counterintuitive to what we normally do. Because we're always taught that we should not compare ourselves to others, but what if you need to? What if you need to use it as fuel to actually give you that forward momentum? So I am thrilled to talk to Paige today. Now, Paige is a performance coach and she is just about to launch a brand new program. She's going to tell us all about that today here on the Courage Cast. And I cannot wait for you to get to know Paige Lawrence. Hey everyone, I am so excited to be back for another episode on the Courage Cast called the Courage Creator Series. And today I am welcomed by a very special guest. If um, those of you who are maybe following me, um, maybe know that yesterday was our Canada Day. And today I'm really excited because we are actually going to be chatting with Paige Lawrence. And Paige is a Canadian Olympian. And I love the Olympics. Those of you who know me, I love figure skating. I don't know if Paige knows that, but hey, Paige. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How are you? Oh, so good. Glad to be here with you. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I was just telling people I love our Olympians. I love our Olympians. I'm, oh, and Anna says I love Canadian friends. <laughs> so, it's so glad. I'm so glad to, I mean, I'm literally We're good to one of those have people. Around. Yeah. I'm one of those people, like when the Olympics is on, I watch like everything I could possibly watch. I absolutely love to go and watch figure skating shows. I never figure skated myself. I was more of a ringette player, but so I'm excited for you to be well, here. So why don't you on the tell ice. people... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you tell people a little bit about your yourself and your journey? 
Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, so I grew up in a really small town up in Canada. I started figure skating simply because my parents like wanted me to learn how to skate in a small town. There's not a lot to do in the winter. Um, and I ended up really loving figure skating. And so my parents being the good parents that they were, they just kind of continued to look for opportunities for me to get better which led me to um, a coach in a neighboring town about 25 minutes from my house. And I was nine years old, I think, when I started working with her. And she was the coach that ended up like taking me to the Olympics like years and years later. So it, it was really kind of a crazy story because, I mean, we, we didn't have the resources around us that we typically should have. Um, I started skating pairs when I was 15, which is what I competed in the Olympics in. And a pair team from the prairies was very unheard of. We had no pairs experience. My coach was watching videos of how to teach pairs and teaching us. Like it, was, it was kind of a crazy startup story. Um, but we really were just a, a case of being so committed to finding solutions and finding a way to move forward towards our dreams that in 2014, we qualified and competed at the Olympics in Sochi, Russia, which is pretty awesome in my books. I think that was the 22nd Olympic Games, um, my first and the best experience of my entire life. Yeah, I can imagine. Like I, I've heard of what the Olympic Village is, uh, is like, but I imagine that with being surrounded by so many other elite athletes, also in your sport and in other sports, there would be like all of this uh, possibility to compare mm -hmm. yourself to what other people are doing, other sports, other athletes, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Is competition and comparison, because usually most people want to steer clear from that because it's has such a negative connotation, but I'd love to hear your take on like, how has comparison and competition helped you? So hopefully, hopefully I'm going to say that again, how has comparison and competition helped you? Specifically? Yes. It's a great question. Um, <clears throat> and I love talking about this because I feel like I have a little bit of a polarizing view on it. Like you said, normally competition and comparison, it can kind of bring out our worst. It brings out that self-doubt, our inner critic. Um, it makes us feel like we're not good enough. Um, helps us to play small. And as an athlete, I really had to learn how to use comparison and competition as a great thing, as a tool in my toolkit. Because as, as competitors, you are literally being compared to the rest of your field, right? That's what the judges are doing. They are comparing you. So I was playing a sport of comparison and I needed to learn how to make it work for me. And so what I like to do, what I've learned how to do is rather than seeing other people and what they're doing better than me and feeling like I am there for not enough, I instead turn it into a goal, right? Because Goals make me feel like I am in control, like I am in charge and like I am making progress towards this thing. So I'm not, I'm not a machine. I would feel this comparison kind of pop into my head. Like, oh my gosh, these people are so much better than me. Like, why can't I look as beautiful or graceful as she is? Or why can't I do a throw quad sal? Um, those voices still popped up. But what I did was a quick check-in with myself it was like, Hey, is that something that I really want to go and do? And if it is, 
great, let's make a plan of action. Like if, if I want to learn how to do a throw quad sal, which I never did, um, but if I want to learn how to do that, <laughs> let's map this out. Let's have a conversation with my coach and my partner. Let's talk about how we can make this fuel us to become better rather than fueling us to feel like we're not good enough. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you know to do that or did you learn to do that? Like how, how did you come upon that? Um, I think it was a bit of both. So I wasn't naturally the most talented <laughs> figure skater. <laughs> you know, if you had seen me as a nine year old, I was uh, chubby and fell down more than I stood on my feet. Like I was just like a little bit of a bull in a china shop. Um, so I learned quickly that if I wanted to progress to these like better levels, I just had to work harder. I had to, I had to show up and, and, take everything as an opportunity to learn to be my best. And so I think a little bit of it was that, um, I was surrounded by great athletes in my home skating club that were better than me. And so I was naturally looking for them to them for ways that I myself could challenge myself to be better. So it happened a little bit innately. I also think that my amazing coach kind of planted those seeds a little bit herself. She was this like, this motivating, hungry force that just always believed in the fact that I could be better to all of her skaters. You know, she was so committed to helping them realize their potential, whatever that may be, that everything was an opportunity for us to learn how to be better. And so I think a lot of that came from how she approached sport as well, is that she was constantly just looking at people that were better than us, trying to learn from them and trying to help us to get better. And so I, I do think it was a lot of that learned environment. Mm -hmm. You know, for a long time, I probably fell into the trap of comparison and, mm -hmm. you know, thinking to myself like, oh, you know, I don't want to just compare myself to people and then feel bad about myself. That was the yeah. big thing. But yeah. more recently, uh, I'm in a mastermind with you, actually. Yes. And I'm in this like container of amazing people. It's like elite athletes, except for elite business owners. And yeah. I have really started to understand that principle of get in the room with people who are better than you, more knowledgeable mm -hmm. than you, than mm -hmm. that really have grown maybe more than you have at that point. And yeah. I want to know, like, cause you're now a performance coach. So you work yes. with your own clients now. So how do you help them like to raise the bar for themselves and actually close the gap? So if they get into the room with another, you know, other business owners that are like maybe further ahead or making more money or how do you close the gap and, and allow this principle to propel you forward? Gosh, there's like so many things that I want to say about that. I have a, a really great story from the Olympics. I think that changed my perspective about all of that, but at the fundamentals, <clears throat> how I help my clients with this is I really believe that like optimal performance, like you being your best rests on three pillars. One is preparation. Two is execution. Three is ownership, right? So let's preparation means let's get you a plan set up for success so that you can trust that you're ready execution let's make sure that we've like dotted the i's crossed the t's and that your mindset is ready to rock and roll right so you're rolling into these these opportunities and you are like trust your abilities and the third one is ownership right and to me that means that we've built this in, this unstoppable force within you this confidence um in yourself 
not for what you're not, but for who you are. And I think that with my clients, that's one of my favorite pillars is really just helping them to boldly own their own capabilities and to know that they are enough as they are right now, while also pursuing better, right? Being wanting to be better doesn't mean that you're not good enough. You can be a damn awesome, powerful force as you are right now at this like entry level um, mastermind with elite business people. And you can want to be better and you can be pushing yourself to do more, learn more, become more. Um, and I think it's this really perfect blend that when you, when you get it right, you're unstoppable, which is exciting to see in, in the clients that I work with. Yeah. Now, of course you have me curious. I need to know this story from the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that story? <laughs> Well, I think it's an interesting, it was an interesting story because again, I can sit here and like, like tell you about how, how much I, I understand this concept and how I practice it and how it's so great and yada, yada, yada. But what's interesting is I actually had a moment of like, I'm going to call it weakness or like humanness, I'll call it at yeah. the Olympics. So it was my first night at the Olympic village. Okay. And so we've already established that I'm a pretty confident human being and pretty outgoing. I love meeting new people. Um, you know, I'd created that like inner foundation of self-worth and self-belief at this point. I'm at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's our first night there and I'm in, um, the athlete village and team Canada has these three apartment buildings and one floor was dedicated to us all just hanging out, right? We're there for three weeks. This is the, the universal kind of team Canada hangout place. So I walk up there and I'm like, Hey, I should go meet some people. And I, I step into the room. I am like smacked in the face with imposter syndrome. Like it just like takes me off my feet. And the next thing you know, I'm like sitting on a couch in a corner, looking around me at all these amazing human beings and thinking to myself, how the heck am I here? Like, I don't belong at the Olympics. I'm Pete Lawrence from Kennedy, Saskatchewan. Like, I grew up watching people on the Olympics. I'm not an Olympian. And so I'm sitting there in the corner being really shy. And I sit there for a while. And then I kind of give myself a pep talk. I'm like, Kate Page, we didn't come here to just sit in a corner. Let's just go and go and say hi, go introduce yourself to someone. Let's, let's have a conversation. So I sit down in this group of people playing cards and I start having a conversation with the guy next to me. And it was great. You know, I, I realized we had a lot of similarities that he was from a small town originally. And, and like, I don't even remember what the conversation was about, to be honest with you. But I remember walking away from it feeling like, okay, I found another like-minded individual who was probably insecure and feeling self-doubt. And okay, cool. There's other people like me here Mm -hmm. associating that like me is the, like, I don't belong here. Go back to my room and social media wasn't a huge thing back then. I think like Facebook was, was the cool place to hang out. And so I I did spend a lot of time on it, but I hopped onto Facebook and I realized I was tagged in this like Buzzfeed article. So I'm like looking through it and I see the face of the guy I had just been talking to. And I'm like, Ooh, like I know that guy. Let's do a quick little look at him. Turns out he was like world champion speed skater. He had medaled in a couple different events at the last Olympics. And I was like, you're such an idiot. Like, how did you not know this guy was so accomplished? And here you were talking to him thinking that you were just like him. Like, Oh, Paige, you're an idiot. So the next day I see him walking around the village and I kind of, I walk up to him and 
smack him on the shoulder and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why didn't you tell me you were so good? I didn't even realize it last <laughs> night when we were talking. And he looked at me and he's like, well, Paige, we're at the Olympics. We're all pretty good. And it was like this light bulb went off in my brain, which I know sounds silly because everyone's like, well, yeah, you're at the Olympics, Paige. Of course you're pretty good. But for me, it was permission. It was this light bulb moment to give myself permission to be on equal playing field with all of these people. Because guess what? If this Olympic medalist could tell a story that I related to, it meant that we're all just humans. It meant that we all had these humble beginnings that we were not born superstars. We fell in love with the sport that we loved. We worked our buns off and we made this amazing thing happen. And it was really cool because for the rest of my Olympic experience, and to be honest, the rest of my life, I now go into these events, these big meetings, these opportunities, um, and I try to meet people as humans first, and their titles, their positions, their accomplishments second. Yeah. And it's really cool when you start to do that because you realize okay, cool. You've done these amazing things, but I'd love to meet you, Andrea. I'd love to hear your story a little bit about who you are and how you got to this place. And when you meet people as humans first, it's easier to see that comparison as less of a, like you versus me. And, uh, wow, what have you accomplished? I love that. Like, that's so amazing. And I've done some really cool things also. And this is what I still have left to do in front of me. And so I offer that story just to say that, like, I can sit here and tell you all about comparison, competition, all that stuff. I still feel the things I've just learned to work through them really quickly and in a manner that works for me. Does that make sense? Yes, that totally makes sense. And it, it, it evens the playing field in the sense of like, it's just, you know, us getting to know each other on like more of a soul level and, yeah. you know, and spurring each other on to keep working, keep doing yeah. the things that we're gifted at doing, but not yeah. always looking at like, well, this person's doing that or, oh my gosh, this. And I know that, you know, I didn't think as a coach, I would fall into the trap of the same trap I did in like high school and college. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Who knew? You know, I thought, oh, this is like <laughs> funny because you could be a coach and you're like comparing yourself to other coaches. And, and the reality of it is, is like, you know what? It really doesn't matter what that other person's doing. You know, when you get to know them and you get to hear their story. And I have now, even in myself, have gotten to that place where I'll hear what they're doing and I'll be like, oh, you know what? I actually have somebody I want to refer for, refer to you yeah, because you work in that area and that's your sweet spot. And that is exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. And I don't need to have that person come to me. I can, you know, freely yeah. give them to you. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And I think that's, again, you've given yourself permission to own what you're great yeah. at, which then opens you up to recognizing other people's greatness. Right. Yes. And I think that too often the conversation around comparison competition is that it's terrible, like get rid of it from your life. And I would say we're human. It's probably not going anywhere. And so I would say rather than trying to get rid of it, let's just yeah. open yourself up to using it to your advantage. Right. When I feel comparison now, I see it as a moment to recognize the other person as doing something amazing. Cause if I'm comparing myself, that means that I am like envious or jealous or, you know, seeing myself, seeing them having something that I want. Great. That's a moment right. to be like, hell yes, sister, you're doing something awesome. So I celebrate it now. I make change that energy to excitement, 
to joy, to giving you a round of applause in my head. And then I simply say, is that something that I want to go after? Because if it is, I know I'll get there. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's actually not something. It was just like a gut reaction that I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, I actually don't want it for my goal. So I'm just going to celebrate you and like put my head back to what's in front of me, what my goals are. I've used it to my advantage, right? I've moved through it and we move on with my life. Comparison's gonna be there. Let's figure out how to work with it. Yeah, now you're doing a new initiative uh, with another Olympian, which I find so interesting because, you know, again, you could easily go, well, I'm gonna find somebody else in the business world or, you know, but you're teaming up with another elite athlete. So I would love to hear what are you doing? How are you guys moving forward with your new initiative? Yeah. So it's actually, we're starting with just kind of like this, this center of what we're wanting to accomplish. And it's an online course right now. It's called the podium performance program. We're actually just about to launch our own Instagram account. So like, give us a couple days, but then come give us, give us a follow. Um, and we are excited and committed to helping people to step into what they're truly capable of by taking back ownership of what you eat, drink and think as athletes we learn the two of us she was an olympic luge athlete as an olympic figure skater she's now a holistic nutritionist and chef like she makes the best food she's like oh (laughs) so good um but we learned as athletes from a very young age that how you fueled your body both in food hydration and what went on in your brain actually dictated what you were capable of achieving right? And we, we tested and pushed our bodies to the limits to compete at the Olympics. Um, but those three fundamentals were at the core of everything that we did, what we ate, what we drank and what we thought. And we realized as entrepreneurs now (laughs) that that gets brushed to the side so quickly, right? Like how often do you see an entrepreneur was like, Oh my gosh, I had four cups of coffee today and I ate a banana and I went to bed. Like I'm just exhausted. Right. And yet You expect yourself to do this amazing work. And so we really kind of want to flip the script. We want people to take care of themselves because when you are your best, you do your best work. That's what we truly believe. And so we've started this mission to help more people step into their actual potential just by taking ownership and responsibility for themselves. So the course is launching for a second time in September. Um, and we're really excited about it. So if people have any questions or want to reach out and talk about that, like, heck yeah, pop into my DMs. Happy to chat about it. Yes. No, I'm very excited for you. I think it's such a, a fun thing to do. And, you know, you're totally right because I was eating really, really healthy and then I got a puppy and that... <laughs> I'm pretty sure everything that I have done good for myself went out the window for the past four weeks. I'm like, if I can just go to the bathroom and sleep, I'm good. But I, it's funny because I, you know, I woke up early this morning and I, you know, got a a chance to do a little bit of yoga before the the puppy woke up. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm back to myself. And, and it, you know, you're right. When you are operating out of this, you know, place of just trying to get by surviving, Mm -hmm. you're not thriving in the best mode that you could possibly be thriving in. So I love what you're doing. I think that's amazing. Thanks. I mean, it 
it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's no one's fault. It's a norm that's been created in our field, right? Yeah. The like burning candle at both ends. It's, it's normal to put yourself last in your list of priorities and all that stuff. And, and don't get us wrong. Like we understand that shit needs to get done, Yeah, <laughs> <so true. laughs> but we also understand that there's a better way to do it. Right. We, we talk about all these things, like from snacking to meal planning, to just understanding the basics of food. We talk about mindset, self-talk, setting goals in a manner that actually works. And so that you can prioritize the things that truly matter rather than just like being busy. Um, We talk about a lot of things and hopefully we're doing it in a way that meets people where they're at and solving problems that they actually have. Cause uh, I mean, I think we've done a good job of it because we, we see, we've lived it and we see a lot of people around us living in a way that they don't need to. And so we just want to take you off autopilot and introduce you to the better version of yourself that uh, you're capable of. No, I I love that. When you're helping other people, like you said, you have to help yourself first and you have to be in your best, you know, performance mode in order to actually help someone else perform. I know you've helped me, you know, just even on a a call we had a couple of weeks ago, you inspired me and you kind of gave me a little shove that I needed to, (laughs) you know, to, to get busy on some things that I was excited about, which is, you know, coaching artists and performers. Um, those of you who know me, I'm a, a, a former musician and it's something that I kind of put on the back burner, but yeah. you know, my Olympian friend has, you know, encouraged me <laughs> get out there. And, um, and I've seen some beautiful clients come my way. So I want to thank you I Paige, love that. for, um, seeing that potential in me and calling it out and for, you know, encouraging me and doing the exact thing that you're saying, and encouraging us to do, which is really to, you know, raise ourselves up and not compare, not be in competition in the way that, you know, uh, could be detrimental. I mean, it's always great to be competitive in other ways, but maybe not in this way. So how can people find you? Because we're going to actually have this on the podcast, on the Courage Cast as well. So those people who are listening to the Courage Cast are going to want to know like how to actually get in contact with you. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at Paige Lawrence coaching. Um, yep. like I said, in probably one week's time, we're launching our new podium performance program. So it's podium.performance.program on Instagram. Um, and I say this always on every time I'm talking to someone, if you hear something and you want to come over and follow, say hi as well. Like I love meeting new people. I love connecting, hearing your stories and just like having these conversations. So if you want to follow, come along and follow. And if you want to say hi, I would really, really love that. Yeah, please do. And if you guys are listening to the podcast later, please let us know that you listen, take a screenshot, tag both of us. And and then we'll know because I always love to know, you know, what big takeaways people are having from what you're saying and what you're sharing with us, which um, was gold to me and was so encouraging to me today to remember that, you know what, step into the room and just be myself and let kind of like the magic happen and allow myself to kind of lift up um, to that level. So thank you so much for being here on Instagram live with me. And I will make sure to post when this is going live on the courage cast. So thanks so much, Paige. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Take care, everyone. Bye guys. (laughs) Bye. Okay. Is anyone else geeking out like I am? I mean, there's no shame, right? I can totally love our Canadian Olympic athletes 
<laughs> even when I can become friends with them. And so I am so grateful to have had Paige on the show today and just to hear her Olympic story and how she has used that both in her life personally, as well as in her business. And now she is coaching high performing elite athletes and helping them to really get where they need to go. And I think when we think about moving ourselves forward, it is so easy to fall into that trap of, you know, I don't want to just look at another person and copy what they're doing. And that's really not the whole point, right? The point is, is that we use comparison as a tool to help us to improve what we are doing, our skill set, and help us to move along further. And the reality is, is that I can look at Paige and say, you know what, she's doing amazing things and compare myself to her and say, I want to do those amazing things too. And then make those decisions in my life to move myself forward. A great way to use comparison. So thanks Paige for being on the show. And thank you for listening. If you have not already connected with me, please do so. You can find me on Instagram at, at Andrea Crisp Coach. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.